problem is they wrapped the beams in stucco, which that freaked out the guy that I guess came to look at them today. He's like, you should never wrap wooden stucco. It's like, well, we didn't. Somebody else did. Somebody else did. So that means we're basically going to have to totally change the whole look of the deck. Decks. We have three decks. Three massive decks. And a small one. So we will see. I think perhaps we'll just fix the underneath bits and let the treks disintegrate until it gets too bad. I think that's that's where I'm at. Yeah. Unless because I don't want to redo everything in that. God bad. damn! All I want great. is a bath in my master bathroom, and, the, <laughs> and you're gonna get a new day. I'm not. <laughs> when I didn't even need one. I mean, I guess I needed one, but. Welcome to another episode of Gem Junkies. I'm Brecken. And I'm Jonathan. And we're back for a continuation of our United States project. The United no, States. No, I... You really should do that. No. I should <laughs> you can cut it in from you the last You can do it like 25 one. times. <clears throat> I didn't think that Stephanie would leave it in because I, I thought it was so annoying that it would people would hear it and instantly turn off the track. I actually recognized it in... My transcribed notes as well. That it's Brecken's United yeah. States song. That's what I write exactly. Like whenever you write a song. Oh, I, I said cue the music. Oh, geez. <laughs> so I'm not going to do that every time. I don't have a good singing voice. My children think I do. They love. They love it when I sing to them at night. I have to sing to them um, Elsa's song from frozen well the song that they're yeah the song that their mother sings i have to sing that to them every night before bed and i have to sing it twice i so i'm not gonna sing the united states song uh but this week we have two really fun states arizona and arkansas yeah two big gem states two big gem states and arizona is actually as of 2011 when this study was done is the leading gemstone producer in the united states by dollar or volume? Both. By dollars and volume. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I can't think off the top of my head of another state I that think Mon- has... Montana might have surpassed it in dollars now. Oh, with the... With the Montana, Montana Sapphires Sapphire. coming up and running. But I don't know that that's... I don't we don't know that. know that that's true. And also because now there was that huge find of Peridot in China, that really beautiful green that has the yeah. big crystals. Yeah. So I think that maybe... Arizona will lose some of the number one producer Peridot status. Uh, right. But anyway, so the state gemstone, we'll start with Arizona because alphabetical order. Right. <laughs> the state gemstone stone for Arizona is turquoise. Yep. Which they have a plethora of gems to choose from, but this stone probably has the richest history of all the stones found in that state um in 1974 it was made the state gemstone but i found a fun fact jonathan that i think you'll really like because i think you're going to inherit some of these oh there is a state neckwear for the state of arizona and Um, it is the bolo tie the bolo tie (laughs) so if you put turquoise in a bolo tie you have the state gem and and the state state neckwear yes does every state have neckwear? No, no this is unique to Arizona. <laughs> um, 
And actually, they picked state neckwear before they picked state gemstone. What? Yeah, the state neckwear uh, became a bolo tie in 1973, the state gemstone in 1974. That late? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize these state gemstones, this has surprised me how late they've all been. Right, you'd think they would be when the state was founded. Yeah, I mean, because mining became... started, especially in the West, like with the gold rushes and stuff like that. Like they started mining gems about the same time as, like, way before the states were even established. Yeah, but think of like when your dad started in the industry. It was the seventies. Like it was a different time for gems and jewelry. Okay. It was like there were rock hounds. There were people. There were big fairs that people were going to i i don't know i kind of feel like if i could time travel back to the 70s '70s and just see the state of the jewelry industry i it would blow my mind yeah i think so anyway yeah it was more wild west like it was like your dad talks about so briefcases of cash briefcases of cash (laughs) yikes (laughs) okay so Arizona turquoise. So it first appeared to be mined in Arizona around 200 BC by the Hohokam and the Anasazi people. Wow. Yeah, they found Hohokam hammers and antler picks used for mining at mine sites in Arizona. Wow. Um, and then later it was mined by the Zumi and the Hopi and other Native American tribes of the area. They even found evidence of charcoal and water containers at the mine sites, and that suggests that the rocks were first heated and then cooled suddenly in water to make them crack. Hmm. And so, I mean, when we think about Arizona, obviously it's the desert, and there's really it's really an arid region. Right. And the Native Americans of the area have several legends pertaining to turquoise. And what turquoise is. Yeah. So the Native Americans would dance and rejoice when the rain came. Yeah, right? they're in Obviously, the desert. because they're in the arid desert. And it's said that their tears of joy mixed with the rain and seeped into the earth to become turquoise. Wow. So it's a happy stone. Yeah, turquoise definitely makes sense as the state gem because it's found kind of all throughout the state. It's mm-hmm. not like there's just one mine of this. There's turquoise mines all over the state. It's not just in one southern region or northern region or there's yeah. mines kind of all over. And actually they go the the vein that goes through Arizona, it starts up in Nevada. Right. And runs down and then kind of bends through Arizona and then goes straight down to Mexico. So it runs linearly. Linear. Oh. It runs linearly through through the middle of uh-huh. Arizona. It kind of bends through it, but yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Nevada has a lot of turquoise as well. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, and actually, they I think have one of the better turquoise mines. Yeah. But we'll we're get to Nevada. About it's a long way to end. <laughs> it is. Uh, so we're talking about the Native Americans' love for turquoise. And there, the rough translation for the Native American word for turquoise, which I'm not even going to attempt to say because I've been there, done that, um, is sky stone okay. or fallen sky stone. So basically, it's basically the sky falling and getting trapped in the earth. Yeah, that makes sense with the blue color. Yeah, and there's even a legend which I found interesting that's close to the legend for opal. 
in Australia with the Aboriginal people of Australia. Yeah. That uh, at the end of a rainbow, you'll find turquoise, which is the same for opal. Yeah. That was yeah. said at the end of a rainbow, rainbows you'll are, find opal. Yeah. So I thought that was super, super interesting. Um, the native tribes use turquoise for jewelry uh, trade. They'd use it as a... Mm. Yeah, they had beads and yep. they had... Yeah. And in religious ceremonies, they would crush it, um, all sorts of things. So it was really important to the cultures. And I think that when I think of uh, Native American jewelry or artwork, it's that color of turquoise. It's turquoise that's really uh, indicative or evokes the feeling of Native American jewelry mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Um it also was believed that turquoise had very powerful healing properties and was a stone to wear for protection. And they thought that if you're wearing a piece of turquoise and one day you notice a crack in the stone, um, the Native Americans would say that the stone took it, basically meaning that the stone took the blow that you should have received. Hmm. So either it was a physical injury, a mental injury if uh, only they'd done that for opal <laughs> <laughs> you're like we need that kind of more yeah we right. could start that if your opal cracks or crazes it's because it took a blow it for took you. a blow for you <laughs> yeah. it's a protective stone but yeah all stones are healing stones it's just what you need healed so really it it has a it has a rich history in the region and then uh we fast forward to modern times where it becomes a state gemstone. Right. So there's a lot of really famous turquoise mines in Arizona. Yeah, there's three that are really well known. And mm-hmm. the first the first one that was commercially mined was the was Bisbee. Mm-hmm. And the Bisbee turquoise mines, um, and they they have two different colors that they're really known for. Um, the first is, is what they call a high blue. So a, a strong blue color and it has, uh, like a chocolatey brown matrix, which yeah. is kind of, which is kind of unusual, uh, compared to where you find it other places. And then it also has a really dark green color. Mm. So it's kind of those two different colors, which seems kind of interesting cause they're like two very different. different. So it's not like it's known for its light and it's dark blue. It's, it's. Dark yeah, blue that and was the one green. stone that tripped me up at GIA. I remember getting that in one of my wheels at GIA. Oh, a this, dark green one? A green turquoise, a dark green turquoise. And mm. it just, like, threw me for a loop. Does it almost look like malachite without... No. It, no. I, it, it looked unlike anything I had seen, and that's why I just... I remember taking it to Annie, our teacher, and saying, I don't help. Help me. <laughs> it's turquoise. Duh. Yeah, it's yeah, and so the the interesting thing is Bisbee's also a, a copper mine, and that's true of a lot of these mines is they also mine copper, or I should say they mine copper and they also mine turquoise. Right. So a lot of times like these are huge, huge pit mines. They're right. big open pit mines. And a lot of times if they find a pocket of turquoise, they'll actually hire a turquoise miner to come in and mine the pocket. Because it's not worth their time and energy to mine the pocket of turquoise. Right. Because it stops a huge operation for just a little bit of turquoise. I think that's why a lot of the mines have closed in Arizona. Because you have these billion dollar copper mines 
And yeah. it's just not worth the effort and the time yeah. to mine the turquoise. Which is sad. But... Which is sad, but because turquoise is not very, it's not yeah. very expensive. Not it's like, pretty, but yeah. it's not expensive. And so there's not like, you know. And you don't have the use that you would get from copper and right. whatnot. Right. And there's not demand. Yeah. There's not the demand on turquoise that there is on copper. I like turquoise. Yeah, I do too. But the turquoise I like is the Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. So we can yeah. talk about Sleeping Beauty. Let's Sleeping Beauty is, is known. It's just the name is so romantic. Yeah. It's near <laughs> It's near Globe, Arizona. Uh-huh. And it's uh, it's most well known for uh, not having matrix. Is yes. it's one of the few it's one of the few turquoise mines that produces mostly well it's the only one that produces mostly non-veined turquoise which is the turquoise that i prefer yeah and it's more of a robin's egg blue mm-hmm. or sometimes they will call it you know light blue or sky blue but i i think robin's egg blue gives it a pretty good yeah like all the pe- all the all the pieces that we use are sleeping beauty yeah, and mostly. None of them Only. have. Yeah, none of them have Matrix. But you prefer Matrix. I like the Matrix. I think the Matrix is, makes it interesting, and I think you can see patterns in it. And I, I think it's. I think it's cool. I like both. I think. I mean, I really love the color of Sleeping Beauty. I mean, that robin's mm-hmm. egg blue is so bright, and so it, it. It's it's really pretty. It's also what a lot of the. Um, when you think of like uh, the the needlepoint and inlay jewelry mm-hmm. that Native Americans use, this that's where they normally get the turquoise is that Sleeping Beauty. So that's normally the color that they use as well. Yeah, and the thing that I found super interesting was I thought that the name Sleeping Beauty was some correlation to the turquoise, but it's not. It's just the the mountains around the mine look like Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping. Sleeping. So, yeah, I will have to Google what that looks like, but that, that, that was that. Yeah, and then the the probably the largest of the turquoise mines is the Kingman Mine. Mm-hmm. The, the Kingman Mine is in northwestern Arizona, and it's one of the largest mines. And the term Kingman or high blue refer to the color that it normally comes and it's become kind of a standard in the industry. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's also especially known for it's like rounded blue nuggets, which it's got kind of a nuggety look where it's not where the, you know, a lot of them are, yeah. Veins. Veins and you polish them thin. This one you actually get nuggets and it's the kind of that rounded, that rounded look. So it's something a little bit different. Um, And so it's kind of. And it's still in production. Yeah. They're still producing out of that mine, which I think is one of the very few mines they're actually still producing out of. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of production anymore. No, which is sad, but it's a beautiful state gemstone. But like we said earlier, it's not the only cool thing to come out of Arizona. So Jonathan kind of compiled a list of other cool things that you could go rock hound for in arizona yeah so they're they're especially known for did you know that when i was a kid i'm sorry to interrupt you (laughs) yeah like didn't you just introduce me to go and then you're like and stop (laughs) when i was a kid i went rock hounding in arizona with my grandparents my mom's parents in their rv we all loaded up into the rv and we went out into the desert of arizona and we were looking for anthill garnets meteorites we took a metal detector did you know that yeah you've told me about oh, that oh, darn it 
I thought I was going to blow your mind. It's like old news, Brian. Old news. No, you talked about <laughs> you talked about this trip to Arizona in the RV. And we went to Quartzsite. Yeah, you went to Quartzsite. <laughs> yeah. Walked around the flea markets there. Yeah. Okay, anyway, sorry. Gems of Arizona that aren't turquoise but are still awesome. So, yeah. So, you mentioned earlier that Arizona is the number one producer of Peridot or was the was the number one producer. I don't know now with China or not, but yeah. they, they definitely do produce a lot of, uh, of, of Peridot and it's mostly, um, it's mostly smaller stones topping out around five carats, but it, they tend to be fairly heavily included mm-hmm. when you, especially when you get to big sizes, all those lily pads, all those lily pads. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so they, there's Peridot, uh, then amethyst, which it's a it's a really well known. It's called the Four Peaks Mine, and the mm-hmm. Four Peaks Mine is uh, located in Maricopa County, and it's uh, high up. It's at an elevation of about sixty five hundred feet. Wow, that is high. That is really high. That's higher than we are. Yeah, yeah, we're like forty five hundred feet, yeah. five thousand feet 5, up feet. to our house. Wow. Um, yeah, so 6,500 feet. So it's high desert climate with heavy winter snowfall. And so it's hard to get there uh, in the in the wintertime. So they have the same issues we have with Opal. Yeah. Is that that's probably similar to where the Spencer Opal mines are. It's probably about 6,500 feet is where the Spencer Opal mines. Yeah. So that would be similar to where my dad started mining Opal. Yeah. Height-wise. Height-wise. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so Arizona amethyst, the Four Peaks amethyst, is is known to have a really beautiful color. And it's it's really nice material. Um, then another famous one is the anthill garnets. Oh, these are so cool. Which it's cool. So how they were originally found is the ants, when they were digging their tunnels and they were digging their mounds, they would find the garnet crystals and they would be like, what's this junk in my house? It's in my way. They'd it's kick it out way. of the house. They'd kick it out of the house. And then when it rained, it would cause it, it and the soil would break down. So they push it up. So they don't always take it out of the mound, but uh-huh. they would take it to other places. And then the soil would, um, Kind of erode. Erode. Yeah. And with the erosion, then they would tumble down the side of the anthills and they'd end up in little piles around the base of the anthill. Yeah. And so the Native Americans would find those and collect them and use them for trading and that kind of stuff. So it, they're still really cool. It's a really pretty color. It's almost a ruby red. Mm-hmm. Like you get these really beautiful, strong red colors, but they're tiny. Yeah. Like some of your biggest stones barely exceed one carat. Yeah. And so it's it's very they're very small but we very had pretty some color. In the past. We yeah. sold some. I went looking for it the other day. We don't have any anymore. Oh, we don't have any more. I think we might have some rough. Oh. We'll have to look. I think we do have some we may have a few different kind of Arizona rough. We'll have to look and then we'll we'll shoot we'll send some pictures. We may have some amethyst, maybe some peridot, maybe who knows. Well, I know we'll we have, dig through I'm boxes. Sure we have peridot. I know we do. I saw it the other day. Yeah, cuts. I'm talking rough. Oh, I don't know about We rough. had some boxes of rough. Oh, it's you guys exciting. hide all this stuff from me. Yeah, we hide it. What am I, I don't think any of it's cuttable. Rough? Yeah. <laughs> so, another one that's that Arizona's really well known for is fire agate, and that's one of my favorite. I think it's a it's one I of the best I think it looks like a toad. It's one of the we best men's stones. We have tons. Yeah, it, it's a great man's stone for for men's rings. For toady men, like warty men. It's a manly stone. <laughs> It, it, you look at dislike it, it that much? I think it's cool. I don't like it, 
but okay but beauty is in the eye of the beholder like there's plenty of people that love it it is a masculine stone is that why we've never done an episode on fire agate yeah because no. you don't like it <laughs> i would just i would just call it the toad stone the, the whole toad stone <laughs> But oh. your grandpa has a huge collection of it. Has a collection of it, yeah. And my dad has some of the most amazing pieces. Your dad's ring is nice. I mean, it's a beautiful piece of, of what it is. Of what it is. Your dad's oh ring God. is beautiful for what it is. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we know where... Uh, I stand. I'm not going to be using fire, fire, fire agate. That's why... It, your grandpa's collection. It was so funny. I think your grandma brought it to us uh, after your grandpa passed. and was like, what am I supposed to do with this? And Frank's like, I don't know. Well, it was all lower grade, though. It wasn't there, high grade. There, there, there are some, I mean, I would say good for fire agate pieces in there. Yeah. Good quotes. You can't see my air quotes here. But anyway, they have yeah. fire agate. Fire agate. With its betroidal growth. Yep. They also have something called gem silica, which is like chrysocolla. Uh, they have azurite, malachite, lots of different agates and jaspers. Uh, also, they have uh, they have some obsidian that's fairly translucent compared to some of your um, obsidian is more opaque. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they have some opal too, but it's I guess really young opal. Okay. Sure. <laughs> it's like, well, okay. I, I didn't, I didn't. Yeah. yeah and I guess there must be What some. I was reading is there is the potential because you know how in uh, Nevada they mm-hmm. have the opal that replaced the petrified wood. Right. So there's some potential for that in Arizona. Yeah. Because there's a lot of petrified wood is yeah. that that's the, it, they consider it the world's most significant petrified wood locality. And there actually is a petrified forest national park. Yeah. Which is really cool. But there are, there's also lots of locations outside of the national park. And that's where the stuff's mined that you can get. I mean, when you go to Tucson, you see these huge what do you call them stumps slabs slabs it's like a whole tree like a section of a whole tree it's so amazing they have tables yeah tables like massive dining benches and they have everything like the price is insane yeah yeah well i mean you gotta think and they're it's so heavy like how would you get it so dense we'd have to hire your dad to drive you truck at home (laughs) So, yeah, so it's it's pretty cool. So, and how it was created is 225 million years ago. So, a, a bunch of trees were buried by stream sediments and volcanic ash. Mm. And so, they were buried. And then over time, this silica-rich groundwater, which is where your idea of opalized right. petrified wood comes from, I'm mm-hmm. sure. So, it's silica-rich groundwater. Um converted it into chalcedony. So it's basically a chalcedony. Petrified wood is... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, it's really cool. It comes in a ton of colors too. That's the other thing that makes it really interesting is that it comes from... It'll come from everything from what? It comes from some really amazing colors, some of the most colorful all, all together. So you can get reds, orange, yellow, white, blue, violet, gray, and brown being some of the more common colors. Common. 
We bought She's a crazy. beautiful piece for Stephanie to use for photographs. It uh-huh. makes a nice background for jewelry because it, it does. does have a lot of those neutral, uh, what you would call neutral colors. Yeah. But a nice pattern. Yeah, nice patterns pattern. and veining. And, yeah. yeah. I really love petrified so, wood. Petrified wood is great as a prop for jewelry. Absolutely. Jewelry photography. Makes good displays. All right, that's Arizona. I think if I was a person that wanted to go on a field expedition to one state to go rock hound and visit gemstone. Arizona places. would definitely Arizona is where it's at, I think. Yeah. For the variety and the fact that it's not a huge state. So you can cover yeah. a lot of ground and, well, and see a lot of things. And between Tucson and Quartzsite, yeah. you've got two big areas that are known for rocks and gems. Like yeah. Known. Known for. So if you need to make a pilgrimage. To, to one place. To the Mecca. In the of, U.S. <laughs> yeah, the gemstone world in the U.S. I think it's probably Arizona. Yeah. Hands down. All right. Arkansas. Let's not forget the diamond state. The is, diamond Is it the diamond state? state? That is there. I mean, they're definitely known for their diamonds, but it is their state I don't gem. know what they're... It is their... Okay. So the state gem of Arkansas is a diamond. Okay. I don't know if their nickname is the Diamond State. It might okay. be because they freaking love that there's diamonds found there. Oh, yeah. They made their state flag. There's a symbol. It's a rhombus, which is they consider a diamond. The, the diamond. And on their state quarter that came out in 2003. It has a diamond on it. It has a faceted diamond on it. Yeah. So... I, we'll just call them the Diamond State. Okay. February 22nd, 1967, Governor Winthrop Rockefeller of the Rockefellers. His grandpa was John D. Rockefeller. Wow. He's actually an interesting character. I I went down a rabbit hole with him. He, like, rejected his family. He didn't want to... Is that how he ended up in Arkansas? Yeah. I was going to say, because the Rockefellers, weren't they in New York? So they were, they owned a huge oil company, obviously. Yeah. That's how they made all their money. And he didn't want to work as one of the CEOs or top people. So he went and worked out in the oil fields. Okay. And then came back and worked as an executive for the oil company. And then, I don't know, stuff went crazy in New York. And he's like, I'm out of here. And he moved to Arkansas. Wow. And they loved him in Arkansas. He brought a lot of industry uh, money, all that other kind of stuff to the to the state. So I think a lot of his signing diamond as the Arkansas State Gemstone was also a pull for tourism. Mm. Not that it shouldn't be the state gemstone, though. It really should be. It's proper fit because it is the only place in the U.S. that you can actually go mine your own diamond. Yep. So cool. I know. We might need to take a field trip to Arkansas. One day. One day. We're going to take the Twinnies there. Yeah. Uh, so he designated the diamond as the state gemstone because it's really only one of a few places in all of North America where diamonds are found. And like I said, the only place that tourists can go and hunt for them. Now let's talk about the geology of Arkansas and why the heck there's diamonds there. Why the heck? So if you listen to why the heck... I don't want to get censored again. I don't want this to be a, a you know, parental warning. <laughs> uh, so if you listen to our diamond podcast, we talk about how diamonds are found in old earth, 
Kimberlite. It's some of the oldest earth on earth, right? Right. There's, it's not newly formed or anything like that. This is old. old. Real old, old, old. I'm talking old, old. So these diamonds are found in the Prairie Creek Diamondiferous Pipe. And it's about a 37-acre area that's located two miles southeast of Murfreesboro in Pike County, Arkansas. Okay. And the formation of this pipe occurred during the Cretaceous period. Cretaceous. Yeah. Dinosaurs. Right. So 100 million years ago, there was a volcanic explosion that brought diamonds from the depths of the Earth mantle up to the surface. And that's why there are diamonds in Arkansas. Okay. Now... Now, now let's talk the discovery of diamonds in Arkansas. So it was discovered by a gentleman named John Wesley Huddleston, who was a farmer in 1906. And he was also a sometime prospector. So he was a farmer, but a prospector. And I think it was found on his land and his neighbor's land that there were diamonds. Can you imagine being a farmer? And finding diamonds? And finding diamonds. Like, that's, that's pretty incredible. And so this actually caused a diamond rush to the area. Fortune hunters rushed to the area, and there was a town that developed out of nowhere called Kimberly to develop or to accommodate these people. And eventually, within a few years, this pipe was owned by two competing companies the arkansas diamond company and the ozark diamond mine company i don't know why ozark makes me think of that show show (laughs) that show scares the crap out of me it gives me so much anxiety i can't so even to say the name ozark i get like anxious That's funny. I didn't realize that it had ever been commercially mined. Right. It was commercially mined, but there was constant financial strain, poor management, lawsuits, sabotage. So it was really never productive. Wow. Um, At one point in 1924, they found the largest uh, diamond there. It was found by a man named Wesley Brasham, and he worked for the Arkansas Diamond Company, and it was given his nickname of Uncle Sam. The Uncle Sam. The Uncle Sam Diamond, which I thought was, I thought it was to relate to, like, Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam, Sam. right. It's an American diamond, but it was actually his nickname. Uh, So it was a 40.23 carat diamond that was faceted to a 12.42 carat diamond. Emerald cut, wow. elongated emerald cut. Is a white diamond? Or? It has a faint rose color. Ooh. I bet that's super pretty. It is currently owned by Pikin of Fifth Avenue in New York. So it it's still around. It's I haven't been able to see a picture of it, but a rose color diamond sounds fabulous. Yeah. Um, the best known diamond recovered by a tourist. Right is the Star of Arkansas. Yeah, I've heard of this one. Which was a white 15.33 carat crystal, which was faceted into a flawless 8.27 carat marquee-shaped gem. Wouldn't that be amazing as a tourist? You You find a... Well, wait till you hear what it received at auction in Christie's. In 1994, it was bought at Christie Auction's house for $145,000. What? That's nothing. 
No. I feel like, well, now, but in 1994, the tourist got, it says it's flawless, but it doesn't say what color it is. It says white. Hmm. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because my understanding is, is that most of the diamonds that come out of Arkansas tend to be more brown or a little bit lower, what they consider lower color. Right. But I still think getting a $145,000 paycheck. But I feel like if that diamond came up for sale again today, it'd be crazy. Like inflation. If you bought that back in 1994. Our recommendation is maybe put it up for auction again and see what you can get now. Well, it's just because the fact that it's the large, you know, that it's flawless and it's yeah. the the largest found by a tourist from an American source. I feel like there's a lot of American sentiment now that... Yeah, so there was another stone. It looks like the crystal was larger. It was 16.37 called the Amarillo Starlight, but it was faceted uh, into a 7.54 carat marquee gem that they believe is valued between 150 and 175,000. Wow. Marquees, uh, so the crystals must be typically elongated. Yeah, they must be because you've got the elongated emerald. You have an emerald cut, yeah. you've got two marquees. That's kind of interesting. So the so basically what happens is the owners of these two rival companies formed a partnership in 1952 and opened the property as like a tourist attraction. Okay. Their mills and everything burnt down in the 20s. And so they really hadn't been actively mining it. And so they opened it up for tourism in the 50s. And then and, it became a state park. Right. And then so for a nominal fee, you could go in and mine, mine diamonds. Yeah. And in the 70s, 1972, after Arkansas made it the state gem, Arkansas purchased it and created the Crater of Diamonds State Park. Crater of Diamonds. And so each year the park hosts thousands of visitors and they average two diamonds found a day. Which, I mean, that's a, that's, pretty that's, good. that's pretty good. The diamonds are usually less than a carat. I think the average is about a quarter carat, 0.25. Yep. And they come in all colors, like we were saying, with white, yellow, and brown being the most common. Right. But if you're there and you don't find a diamond, you can find agate, jasper, quartz, and amethyst. Wow. Yeah. One thing that I found that was super interesting was in the early 90s, Governor, then Governor Bill Clinton signed a bill to authorize a lease for commercial exploration and mining at the park. Hmm. So to do a little investigation, four companies participated in this project to uh, explore the possibility of actually turning it into a functioning commercial mine. But by 1994, they found nothing. Um, so basically they said a full scale mining operation just isn't viable and all the companies withdrew and it still sits as as a little, as a state park. So it's a 911 acre woodland. That's the whole state park, but there's this little 37 acre area that you can find your diamonds in. Right. And you want to go there after it rains. That's my understanding. It's most of the biggest, especially yes. the biggest ones, are always found after a rainstorm. So I'll, I'll give you some hints as to their appearance. Okay. Because, you know, they don't shine bright like a diamond because they haven't been faceted yet. What? Q-Riana. Q-Riana. 
So they're usually smooth and rounded in appearance mm-hmm. and have an almost metallic luster. Okay. So don't think it's going to be real bright and shiny. It hasn't been polished or cut. It's going to almost have a metallic luster to it. So keep those little eyeballs peeled. I'm taking the twins there one day. Yeah. We're going to sharp taking. eyes. They've got sharp eyes. I've got sharp eyes. We're going to find ourselves a diamond. Yeah. Why not? Why not? And we might stay there for like two weeks till we find one. Like I'm committed. <laughs> wow. All right. Just, this is cool. I mean that this. Do they have like statistics of like the most diamonds are found in this month, which probably is their rainiest season well, or something? So it says they average two a day. Right. Um, but there are records of diamonds discovered at the park uh, during the period of 1972 to 2007 that indicate that there were 734 diamonds found that weighed over one carat. Wow. So, I mean, you're not going to, unless you're incredibly lucky and find like a 15 carat stone, you're really not going to get rich, but it's just... It's not about getting rich. I don't want to sell it anyway. I just, I just want to find hunt. one. Yeah. yeah, I just want to find one. There's just like the thrill of we'll finding. Let's put it on the list. So... They're getting close to the right age. I think they they love rocks now. I think they would love to just go pick through rocks. Yeah. I mean, Olivia found a piece of agate. She did. A huge hunk of Idaho agate in the in the river. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we were oh, you guys are in Victor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were wading it's through pink. the river. And it's so cute. So it's kind of mossy right now. It's kind of green. It's we need to bring algae. it back. We need to bring it back and slice it up for her so she can see what it looks like. Take some, make some slices. It's yeah. big enough. It's a big enough hunk that you know we could probably, we could probably put it into slices. Like get a good cutter and make like uh, coasters. Coasters. I thought right you'd it. say yeah. It's, it's a hunk. It's, it's I thought you were my, gonna say put it on a necklace, and I was gonna say it'd be like the clock flavor flavor. <laughs> I'd say it's like Her proportion. 30-40% bigger than my fist. Wow. Yeah, it's it's, and a, it's a hunk. It's That's a hunk. Big. Yeah. I she, pointed it out to her, but she found it. It's real okay. It Jonathan's gonna take credit for a child's discovery. I said, what is that rock over there that's pink? And she went and picked it up and said, This one? We didn't really I mean, I didn't really give it any thought except I thought maybe it was quartz or something like that. Yeah. Uh, which agate which is. Which agate is. Yeah. But uh, we were at an antique store, and, and they, they were selling s- were selling Idaho agate. I was like, "This is the stuff we just, found. We found this." <laughs> Except they, this was from a totally different part of the state. Yeah, but rivers. Rivers. Go figure. That's true. They carry things around. Yeah. All right. So, like Arizona, Arkansas's got it going on in the gem in the gem world. They do. They do. So they they have they have amber, which I think amber makes a lot of sense with a Cretaceous period and trees, you know, trees and sap, fossilized tree resin that amber is Jurassic Park style. Jurassic Park style, yep. And so that's that's one. The they have they have onyx. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of exciting that you can do some different things with some onyx from in the found in caves, but it is illegal to remove or disturb cave formations in the state okay so do not disturb take pictures take selfies there you go don't pull a chunk off please yeah don't uh pearls yeah river freshwater pearls. Yeah. river pearls which is kind of cool 
Um, so they they were they were collected by Arkansas fishermen, and not many people really it wasn't really paid attention to uh, until 1895 when a survey party actually recovered from from mussels in the White River. And then this the the whole collection that they put together sold for five thousand dollars, and that's when people started to really like hey, go after pearls. them. Yeah, they actually yeah. indicate uh, freshwater mollusks indicate a very healthy river, river. system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we want to keep those guys happy. Yeah, yep. So the Black River is actually known to be the nation's richest pearling region. And so uh, the height of the excitement, which was in 1897, people would purchase unopened mussels just to see if they could find a pearl. Well, how fun. Like you do at Disneyland now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I have one. Yeah. So, but between 1895 and 1898, over $500,000 worth of pearls were recovered. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and individual pearls from Arkansas have sold for up to $25,000, but pearls valued up to a few hundred are considered exceptional. So, yeah, the $25,000 pearl, want to know about it? Yeah. Yeah, so it weighed 103 grains, which is almost a quarter of an ounce, and it was discovered in the Black River in 1904. And uh, there's the necklace was displayed at the St. Louis World's Fair in 1904, and it was composed of 16 Arkansas pearls, which had a combined weight of nearly two ounces. Wow. Hmm. And a pearl found in Newport, Arkansas, was actually set into one of the royal crowns of England. Really? Yeah. What could Arkansas go? It's a gem of a state. So... <laughs> oh wow. What else? So, what else? I know um, what else. So but presently Arkansas still has a commercial pearl business. Really? Yeah. Pearls Unique of Newport, Jackson County, Arkansas continues to be second in commercial freshwater pearl recovery in the United States. Cool. After Tennessee. Very cool. Yeah. They also have quartz, which we have everybody quartz got quartz. Quartz is in dust. Yep. Agate. Sand, you got quartz. Agate, which yeah. is also, you know, crypto-crystalline quartz. So there you go. Uh, let's see. Anything exciting? Uh, some amethyst. So. Uh, you're missing, like, the biggest one. Turquoise. Yeah, He's we not have, there yet. We're not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if you talk about turquoise in our Okay. Cal Sydney. Uh-huh. Then here's a, here's a new one for you. Chert. Chet. It's with an R. R silent? No. C-H-E-R-T. Chert. What is it? Chert is an opaque to translucent crypto-crystalline variety of quartz, again, which ranges considerably in color and suitably for lapidary use. Huh. Yeah, I've never heard of this. Okay. Okay. Jas- Arkansas lists that as one of Jasper, a red variety of chert. What? Chert is just agate. I guess. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Uh... Opal. Yeah. Yeah, so opal. Petrified wood again. Right. Rock crystal quartz. Yep. Smoky quartz. Yep. Turquoise. Yay! So turquoise, uh, which turquoise, the Arkansas turquoise, the most famous mine 
which is what you're wanting to talk about. The Mona Lisa? The Mona Lisa mine. It's got another good name. Yes. They just recently started up Operation again. Right. So um, I guess it was difficult to mine and most of it was dyed and stabilized and then compressed into cylinders for shipment to China as carving stock. And then um, some of the treated and untreated gem material was marketed in New Mexico and Arizona, as probably as Arizona. Arizona. Um, That's kind of shady. And so I think when Arizona, I think it was actually found before, like commercially, was mined commercially before Arizona. But Uh then the Arizona mines uh, were producing more. And so they kind of shut that quality too. Yeah. And better quality. So they kind of shut it down. But more recently, a friend of ours was telling us about that it's been repurchased and reopened. And so now it's, it's, it's available again. And showed us some, and it's, you know, typical, uh, typical turquoise, Mm -hmm. right. With the veining and that kind of stuff. Yep. I think that's why I didn't jump all over it when I saw it was because, you know, veining and whatnot. Yeah. But still very pretty. Mm Mm-hmm. I am partial to that Sleeping Beauty, though. It's pretty. It's not being mined anymore, though. There's Therein lies the problem. What, the Sleeping Beauty? Yeah. Yeah. All our stuff is old stock. I mean, old most stock. of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of cutters overseas, too, that they have it. Yeah, they have the rough. Mm-hmm. So they continue to cut it, like, when it seems like when they have extra labor from, they don't have enough rough for opal, they... Cut some turquoise. Yeah. So I thought today's episode was very exciting. Yeah. Lots of gems. Two states with a ton of gems. Yeah. Arizona, if you want to just go cover a lot of ground and, and see a lot of different gemstones. And Arkansas, I mean, Arkansas if you want to mine your own diamond, if which you want is to mine your kind own of a big diamond. deal. Because I don't think there's, any, I don't know if there's anywhere else you can do that in the world. Is there? I don't think that so. you can mine your own. I mean, there's yeah. definitely places with more diamonds, but I don't think it's pretty shut down and it's pretty tight security. And yeah. So the fact that it's not commercially viable right. is actually a great thing for for tourists, tourists who want to go like and us, put their kids to work, find me a diamond. That's what I'm saying. Maybe they're not quite there yet. Okay. I mean, they got sharp eyes, but there's not a lot of not a whole lot of heavy lifting power. Well, yet. there's also not a lot of like it's cool for an hour, maybe. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna need to be there all day. Yeah, and they're still Every taking day. naps, so I don't think we're there yet. We gotta wait yeah. till they get past napping. Yeah, Montana. That's gonna be a fun state. So the next states. So we had Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, and Colorado. We're into the seas. Oh. Those are two great gem states too. They are. They so, are. oh my gosh, you guys! Well, I, maybe the, the U.S. Like, has a lot of good states. I think that's what you're. It not started realizing. with Alabama, and I'm sorry, Alabama. I was disappointed. Yeah, that was disappointing. So I started all gung ho, like let's do this, and I, Alabama. Wow! Wow! Blue okay. Star Quartz. It's now okay. we're getting into the good stuff. Good stuff. So. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Stay tuned for California and Colorado next time. Uh, I'm Brecken. And I'm Jonathan. If you want to see what we do in our real life, you can always check us out at Facebook or Instagram at Parlay Gems. Have a great day. Thanks. The United States. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I love my country, the United States. Yeah. <laughs>